connected connected here we come audience some music for you in here till there are no rich no more maybe we can corner these sorry sorry satanist bastards and 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 reclaim their wealth that they've stolen from us uh you want to talk about uh, for all the slaves all the uh what do they call it the remuneration for the slaves whatever they call it uh that's where that ought to come from because those guys were the ones that brought them over Benefited from it to the tune of uh, approximately $20 in each head of uh, stuff they traded, and then they sold them for at least 2000 So pretty good return on investment. That's the kind of ROI that our enemies love. Now, they've taken that over a couple of centuries and parlayed it into, unfortunately, what we're dealing with today. Uh, so anyway, we got a lot of things to cover. It's the Thursday edition here. It's the 28th, I believe. 28th of april pretty close to the end of this little month and uh radio ranch is the name of our get together roger sales is your host uh so, uh, unslave master i get all these slaves unslaved if they'll listen and uh we try and get some questions answered and stuff along the way so happy to be here happy to have you along whether you're live whether you're on jitsi on the platform here or listening later in a podcast so uh good morning group we were just uh having a brisk little conversation before we went on the air and we'll continue that over here for everybody um uh let's see gary well, you were last why don't we bring you up first since we'll just reverse the dialectic you were giving us uh, some kind of a report on your local uh successes i believe yeah we had a big what i called the beginners class last night uh, i had 20 people show up 17 of them had not been exposed to the information 17 17 out of 20 were new people yep i think i'm starting little up here i would say that the word of mouth is spreading in flathead county montana i think it's getting maybe some legs which i'll well, see how it goes okay it well was a, more than i thought would turn out last night turned out so well gary i'm i'm really proud for you now you used to have those on monday so you got a wednesday night meeting and then you got a regular kind of area thursday night meeting right are you guys over at that eagles club three nights a week or what we are for this week and next week. But the beginner's class was primarily for people who had not been exposed. I okay, you're real, you're real. You're real, real tinny. I don't know if you could turn your head or something, make sure everybody gets a good hear of what you're saying there. I know you're in a. Uh, an unusual area and your receptive your receptivity quality varies. Can you get that a little fuller for us, Gary? By any chance? Can you hear me better now? A little bit better, yeah. Go ahead if you'd tell that tell us that again. So you got you had twenty people there last night, seventeen of them new, and this was a beginner's class that you're having on like Wednesday nights. Is that what I'm gathering? Well, what happened is I had so many requests for a class to cover the material we cover here out of my Monday night class from some new people that hadn't been exposed and they brought friends last night okay so i said last week i said well you want me to put on a new class just to go back to the beginning and talk primarily about the 
U.S. national versus U.S. citizen. So I agreed to do that for two Wednesdays in a row. Oh, okay. And they can roll. They can roll it back. They can roll into the Monday night class then. All right. Well, good deal, and thank you for doing that, Gary. And I'm really pleased uh, that you're telling us about your success that you're having out there. Maybe you'll inspire some others. We're at a point where. You know, things are getting pretty dicey, and people are really starting to look for answers, and they hear that there's some kind of a a, a way that they can, uh, you know, confront this beast, and they're all ears, aren't they? Yeah, that's what I'm experiencing. And, you know, one of the main points is that if there's no other benefit, you're telling this satanic government that you don't agree with what they're doing. Well, what you're doing really in the in the bigger picture is you're putting them in checkmate. Okay, uh, they knew that, that, that I believe that they they of course have known because they understand what the system is they've built that how easy it is to get out of it and how they had to recognize it, and so that's one of the reasons I believe they went to the links they went to to hide this and obfuscated it. Now that they've been caught. It is their biggest nightmare because they've got to recognize getting out of it because it's the system they built and operate. Okay, we don't understand that necessarily, but they do better than us, I believe. And so now, when you tell them that in technical, to me at least, in technical approach, when they can't rebut the affidavits, they convict themselves almost in open common law court you know because and so uh they are in checkmate and the only way they can get out of checkmate is two ways everything goes back to this either or thing see they can either recognize the affidavit in your new status or they can take the mask off and be open tyrants those are the only two choices they've got that i can see Okay, and they never want to take the opposite, the, the 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 second one, unless they know they've got total control, and they know they don't have total control here because they haven't gotten the guns, and we're not suppressed, uh, and we're fighting back, and that's got to freak them out because they're getting exposed on every vector for who and what they are. So it's a really interesting time, isn't it? Well, Roger, if you study history at all, you'll determine that. Time populace wakes up to who they are and what they're doing, that's when they get run, run out of a nation and a lot of them get killed. So that's I think right. that's their biggest well, I, I totally agree with you, Gary, and it's happened just to be, you know, it's happened to them. They've, ha- they've had it happen to them enough over history. They recognize it a hell of a lot better than we do. I mean, I've heard terms from uh, at least a hundred that can be documented to over a thousand times they've been run out of various yeah, 1,100 is a count. I've got it. It used to be a little over 100, and then a document came along that took it all the way back to Egypt. Uh, of course, I don't think – I think that's a false association there. But uh, regardless of that, it's a, it's a whole bunch of times they've been run out of different countries for this, and everybody's shown how untrustworthy they are, how you can't deal with them, and then they come back with, oh, how anti-Semitic, uh, when they know damn well that's what, what's happening, and they're the ones that are instigating and causing it. So uh, this time is the big one, though, it would appear, and uh, that even puts more uh, importance on uh, what we're doing, in, in all honesty. And I love the fact that we're starting to get some traction here. Lisa was saying that uh, she and her husband both got a chance to listen to the first episode of Sarah's uh, release yesterday. I guess she's got three of them. I didn't think we talked for three hours, but one of the ones she's going to put in there. And 
it's funny. She, the reason she gave me that she wants to keep it to an hour is because of her crappy internet. Now, I, I haven't been able to put those two together, but I'll accept whatever she wants to do. Of course, it's her, her podium, her platform, her ballywick. But did anybody else get a chance to listen to that yesterday? I'd love to have your feedback on it. I listened to it last night, Nastasha. Yeah. Yes. I Yeah, I thought it was actually good and very good. And I like the fact that she did interrupt with some of her real questions. And even though knowing you, it could um, kind of see where you're getting thrown off a few times. I thought you know the problem with that let me let me tell you the problem with that is if she the questions that people have will be answered as we go forward if they'll just be patient enough to wait okay and that's okay Uh, that's okay i i i I made the mistake with her before we started of telling her that i liked conversational interviews and so she went oh well great (laughs) so she jumped right in there i couldn't come back and say well not that kind you know not right now but anyway we dealt with it i'm sure it came off all right so i thought it was like an honest Yeah, you know, part of the problem uh, of Sarah's problem and a lot of other people, I'm not isolating her on this, is that they've been getting so much misinformation. Okay, and everybody's busy, and she does is not necessarily her ballywick right now, and she doesn't have the time to sit down and go study David Strait and Anna von Wrights and you know assimilate this information and start to compare it to see who's got more of an approach that fits her palate better. She doesn't have time to do that, as many people don't, you know. And so uh, I, I appreciate that, and uh, but I thought that was one of the fallacies, and you know, her one of her comments. I remember, I don't think it was on the air and she said why why can't y'all all just get together and get along you know basically the rodney king statement right and uh, it's hard to tell somebody who's on the outside that much exactly why internally these people that have spent 30 years of their life don't want to hear other people's crap you know because <laughs> i know it's wrong and and it would be very difficult for us to work together i think and just sit down and have a a, a round table go well, look this is where you're wrong say and and uh, but then there's another side of that argument that there's certainly something to be said for the concept of a death of a thousand cuts okay and so the more that we hear that anna's finally getting people to send stuff to the secretary of state instead of registering it in her own way and and uh you know hear that david Strait is doing the same well at least they're getting bombarded with it up there Okay, so I don't I think that anybody that compares the two would rather submit a one sentence, one page affidavit than a 32 page one. But then again, you just never know, do you? So uh, we'll see. I I think that uh, are the advantage we've got and what I've worked many, many years to try and get my arms around is the simplicity that we can put this information in front of somebody the credibility where i can show you within five minutes several government documents which totally prove what we're doing and the fact that it's easily assimilable uh, 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 uptakeable let's put it that way because i can't pronounce the other word it's easy for them to assimilate the information in their minds more so than listening to david Strait and anna von Wrights, and that's from what other people have told me because i've never sat down and listened to their stuff 
Okay. But our stuff, it may be complex. It may shoot you up at a wrong direction because you're, you, you got all these opposites in your minds and stuff and throw you upside down for a bit. But when you come back down and land, it's a fairly easy approach to understand and teach. And that leads to what the real important aspect here is that will really determine to some extent our success. And that's how duplicatable it is. Okay. I mean, it goes back to network marketing. Okay. The successful companies are duplicatable and that's what this needs to be. And I think that's what we've got more so than anybody else out there on the, on the front line. So anyway, that's uh, what we carry forward. I'm not going to, you know, drop what I'm doing to go study David Strait and all that stuff. I'm going to do what I've been doing and trained to do for 30 years and know, uh, the ins and outs of what I do know and the best way to put it forward and bring my teaching experience and talents forward and all those things together hopefully will uh, combine for a little success, which obviously we're starting to have. So uh, thank all of you and, uh, you know, be grateful. Be very grateful this re- this information resonated with you because it doesn't with some people. Okay. And uh, just uh, as my friend said when we so many years ago would say what makes us different that we we resonate with this and we didn't have all those answers back then don't probably still have all of them but we got a few more of them and uh this guy said to me he said well you we're chosen isn't that a nice little switch on the dialectic you know we're the chosen ones because we're the truth seekers and that's what separates us that i can tell so uh and we can take a lot of their little manipulations and flip them on them i always like the one never again after the whole hoax crap well never again slavers okay we're gonna get this information out. you're never gonna pull this shit again and hopefully we'll get our hands on you and hang your sorry asses and divest you of these ill-gotten gains you've got okay because that's not what needs to happen is obadiah if you're not familiar with it, it's the shortest book in the Bible. It's in the Old Testament. It's a page and a half. Go get you, uh, go get you an Old Testament. Open up, find it because you got to hunt for Obadiah. It's a small in there, and uh, it's the downfall of Esau, Edom. And uh, go read about it. Okay, they know about it. It's us that doesn't. So uh, anyway, uh, let me get this other thing that's in my mind and my craw that I was watching right before we went on the air here this morning. Another CPS horror story. Uh, this one is almost worse than Baby Cyrus. It's uh, I'm watching an excerpt uh, from Stu Peters, I guess it was yesterday, on a show with a couple in Texas. He's a 20-year Marine. He got out of the Marines after 20 years <coughs> because he wouldn't take the vax. So now him and his wife has their, have their third child. He's got two children that already have suffered vaccination backlashes of one cause or another. So the baby comes out, and they want to start jabbing it, of course, and they refuse to let them shoot it with the hepatitis B vaccine, uh, a, a disease that's only uh, prominent in drug users and prostitutes. And here's a brand-new little baby girl. Uh, I love the name Tempest. And so uh, then evidently the hospital, which is one of the Baylor complex, it must be around Waco, uh, we'd already known from what they did to that doctor where they're suing him for a billion dollars on outing them on the vaccine, quote unquote, vaccine jab. Uh, they're all over Texas. Are they? Okay. Something Baylor, something and white. So all Baylor, right. Scott and white. I used to work there. Yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, it's that hospital. And so here's what they do. 
they come back in and they went and searched baby tempest's diapers and her stool and they said she's tainted with thc neither one of the parents are drug users and now they're doing all this crap they took it away from the mother wouldn't let her breastfeed started giving it formula they will let them see the baby but they're giving them all kinds of holy crap i didn't get finished with the whole interview he was interviewing the marine outside the hospital Stu peters was and of course now he he, here's a marine 20 year big tough marine going i need help and now I really need help. I'm in over my head. He can't get the administrators. He can't get his health insurance, which his congressman helped him try care or something, get set up. So they're in the hospital there. They basically kind of seize the baby. And his big concern is they're going to come after, because he's dealing with CPS, they're going to come after his other two children. And so anyway, that's happening. This is developing right now. All right. But another one of these horror stories of CPS crap with kids because he wouldn't give the child a vaccine, the newborn baby, a hepatitis V vaccine injection. So uh, more more emphasis on, you know, what we do. Uh, Boy, I'll tell you what, if I was uh, if I was a couple uh, or, or a gal getting ready to have a baby, I'd do everything in my power to not have that baby in a hospital if I could help it. If there wasn't any kind of potential complications or anything, find a midwife, do a live birth, certificate of live birth, get a Bible like Brent's winterized version that has the page in there and record the birth in the the family Bible. So anyway, if you see that story, you may want to tap into it. I'm sure we're going to hear more about it as it goes forward. Uh, They're getting out of control. Okay, which is good. It's good for us. It's going to bring a lot more people here, just like Gary was saying. All of a sudden, he's got 20 people that want a beginner's class, 17 of them never been exposed to the information before. Uh, and I'm sure that that, uh, that sentiment is all over the country, and I think that's one of the reasons we're growing. I did a uh, what I thought was a very good, because I enjoy working with him, a very good interview with Jim White yesterday. It'll be playing opposite our show today over on Brighton, Mike Adams Radio Network and uh, it'll be half of it today and half of it tomorrow on the tax system and uh, that went off real well so we'll probably get a little more exposure out of that i told jim i said if you can get a hold of mike adams and grab his earlobe you better tell him that if he thought that snake vaccine story was big to get get a hold of this because it'll dwarf it okay um so anyway that's about where i am what i've got off my chest had a good day yesterday got a good night's sleep last night had a really nice personal consultation with a new gal up in idaho yesterday that was delightful with an interesting story and so here we are today on thursday how are y'all doing great oh good there's several people wanting to respond i'm going to go defer to the female first yes ma'am oh hi this is anna hey Um, anna not not van not von Wrights. i take it no, no, Okay, no. okay. Just checking. Uh, that's okay. That's great. Oh, it's great she can come on and as long as she's on our side. Um, you t- the interview you had, um, how do I find that? Uh, with Sarah, you mean that we were talking about? Or the one yes. with Jim White? Um, Sarah, I think Sarah's got her own website, I believe, sarahwestall.com. It's W-E-S-T-A-L-L, I believe. Uh, and she posts on all the usual suspects, BitChute and Rumble and the others, I believe. But I think if you'll go to her website, you'll find that. And she's got it broken down into three. So I guess you'll get the second one today and the third one. I think it'll be abbreviated tomorrow. 
Okay, and is, is it Sarah with an H, do you know? S-A-R-A-H, correct. I put a link in the chat. Okay, oh, got a link in the you. chat from Lisa. Um, now, Ann, let me ask you, Anna, excuse me, where you're yeah. new. We haven't spoken with you before. What part of the country are you calling from? Oh, no, I've been on and off when I have the opportunity to come on. I'm in California. Okay. I'm and, Don oh, okay. Paget. All right. Okay, well, then you're plugged in already, so that's yes. good. Um, so you've you. been you've been lurking for a while, right? Yes. Okay, well, good. Do you have some questions that those uh, very, very uh, uh, good gals out there with an awful lot of answers and doing a lot of yeoman's work with new folks especially uh, and getting some of the folks that are just getting into this up to speed, is there anything that I can answer for you? I don't have a specific question. So, no, not okay. this time. All right. Well, great. Well, thanks thank for chiming in. Nice to speak with you. Glad you're out there and uh, let us know how we can help, okay? You got it. All right. Hey, Roger. Yes, who is that? That's who I was going to say. There was another guy there. Yes. Uh, this is John from Utah. Hey, John. Yeah, yeah, there you are. So, monumental day. I just walked out of the county recorder's office, filed all my stuff, and passports in route now. Oh, fantastic. Congratulations. Okay. They didn't give you any problems at the uh, uh, property records office? Well, slight. Oh, slight. slight. This actually, okay. They, okay. they piggybacked this with the marriage licenses, interestingly. And, um, <laughs> Have you recently gotten married? Or they put it in the marriage licenses area? Is that what you're telling me? Yeah. No, well it's just it's in the same department, that's okay. all. Okay. All right. But, uh, <laughs> well you're married you're married to the national status now. How about that? Yes, yes, yes. Anyway, so you know, there was this clerk, she was you know, trying to be efficient and straightforward and all this kind of stuff. And the interesting thing was yesterday, you know, as I, I mentioned, I, I was having a hard time, you know, this appointment business, right? Right. And so everything on the website that was official, you know, showed things for the most part were blocked out for this month and next month. And so then I started poking into the individual locations that were recommended within the radius that you specify, you know, so many miles. And so, you know, I started looking in that. Then I started seeing some discrepancies. Oh, there might be something next week and, you know, an opening time here or there. And so, and then I thought, out of hell with this. So I just, the first number I called happened to be the, the clerk's office that was like a few blocks from me. And I called them up and, and on the website, it showed that they were, they were booked, right? And so I just said, you know, and this guy, you know, just seemed like he was pretty, you know, reasonable person, you know, not typical bureaucrat. And and so he says, uh, I said, look, do you have a cancellation maybe or something come up? You know, can I, you know, squeak in here somehow? I said, I've got all my documents in order and blah, blah, blah. And he says, well, he said, today's your lucky day. He says, we've got one first thing in the morning today. <laughs> so I said, <laughs> So I just, I'll take it. So anyway, uh, but what you have to, uh, and, and this is also interesting, is I hear all of this stuff about, you know, the expediting and you got to have airline tickets and all this. At least this is my experience, right? And that's what they say on the website. All, all right, right. right. And, 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 and it, you know, I think this would apply to a new passport or, you know, in my case with an expired passport right. that I submitted. So anyway, I, um, I said, um, let me think the, um, 
So, um, but on the, uh, on the, I think it was the county's information, they said that they would, if, if you were doing a, a birth certificate, that they would only accept a government-issued birth certificate, only. Certified copy, well, that should suffice. Yeah, but my point is, is, and they specified they would not take a hospital birth certificate. What about a bi- entry in the family Bible? I'm sure they didn't say that, but it, it's interesting. And this, it's interesting. this is in this is in Utah, folks. I know, I know. And so they didn't specify, and I, I didn't. Think, I should have asked. But the when I showed up and and I was going through the process, it literally took me three minutes to get through it because I had everything ready. And so the you know this 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 clerk gal. Uh, you know, and she says, well, here's your, you know, here's this, 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 and this. And, and I said, and I have these other documents. She said, oh, no, 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 we can't take that. And I go, excuse me. And it was something someone said on the show yesterday. I forget who it was. But anyway, I appreciated that advice. And they said, oh, the, um, uh, the State Department uh, Secretary of State is expecting these, and so she's oh, okay. And so, <laughs> I said, um, <laughs> well, that's good. Whoever came up with that one, yeah. So, so anyway, um, so anyway, she's and so I, I, I submitted all my the cover letters. You know, the, no. So the you did put a, you did you did put a little cover letter on the affidavit for the passport application, right? That's correct. Okay, okay. Well, that, along, that's fine. Along, you know, nothing wrong along, with that. And then on the 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 government website, it said. It, I told you yesterday. It mentioned something about you know that you could include the second copy of your support document, something along those lines. Really? But I remember the word second. Okay. Uh-huh. And so I thought, wait a minute. So you know, the, well, that's interesting. Well, I'm going to give him another affidavit <laughs> instead. <laughs> So instead of and I I specified that on my cover letter, right? Uh-huh, uh-huh. And 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 then I and I said enclosed is, you know, the second copy of the affidavit. I said enclosed, you know, is the previous cover letter just in the event that they didn't get that one. Um and and so I just tried to cover my bases to the point of being redundant. And like you were saying, so then I said, please include all of this in my, you know, uh, securely, you know, in my, you know, administrative file permanently and now and forever, et cetera. Uh, <laughs> I, ain't, along, I ain't never going back. <laughs> along, and this is what came from you yesterday. And I said, and along with my payment for all of this. Right. And, right. and so here was the curious thing is that before, you know, at least for me in my experience that I was thinking to expedite it, you know, so it's an extra 60 bucks, but then, you know, it says like, when are your travel dates? Right. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't, I didn't go there. Uh, and so, you know, when I spoke to the guy yesterday who was pretty loosey goosey and I said, well, do I need to have like, you know, travel arrangements? He said, oh, heck no. He said, we just take the 60 bucks. And, and he said, and then if you want, and that's to the state, right? And so he said, and then we do this little expedited thing for the county for another five bucks. So they have a standard fee. And so then he says, well, he says, of course, you're going to want to get this overnighted and this and that. And oh, I go, you know, if you're going to expedite it, you might as well overnight it. Yeah. And I says, well, you know, another 20 bucks at this point. So it was a, a specific amount to the penny. 
And he said, you need to have a check or a money order, you know, personal check, uh, money order, something like that. And, and I'm thinking, well, does it matter? Can I give you, you know, like what, a dollar extra and round it off? What about and a credit said, no, card? No, no, no. What about a credit huh? card? Well, they won't not take- for the federal government. Not for the federal government. They won't they take a credit have- card? They allow all these usurious bastards to stick us with that crap and then they won't take it? Absolutely. Oh, Absolutely. And so, anyway, it was $238 with the whole enchilada for the feds. $238.32. And I said, so if I'm off a little bit, he said, no, 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 you do not. Want, even if you're more, he said, you do not want to do that. He said, that's going to throw, you know, a, a wrench in the works. And I thought, okay, I'm writing this down. I'm going to get this exact amount. And, and, and then, so when I got there, but the county would take the credit card for their fee they had like a, a set fee and they'll do some of them will do passport photos, but I already had that set up and everything. So anyway, um, so that was my experience today. I'm really grateful that I went through that. Yeah. And so if any way, shape or form, any of this might help anyone, but it was, um, you know, just to, you know, if they give you a little bit of a hard time, it just, you know, say no. They're expecting this. You know? I think that's a good approach. And if anybody at the recorder's office, if people want to do that, don't have to. It's not necessary. But if it makes you feel better and sleep better at night, you do it. Okay. Ho- hopefully, you won't run into any Tim Turner instigated problems. All right. But uh, the the question that I would always, if they give you any crap. Uh, you know, why do you want to file this? Is which is what they asked me years ago in Panama City. You know, you sure you want to file this? Yep. Um, but if they give you any of that crap, then you go, well, you let the IRS file liens, notice of liens here, don't you? Uh, okay. But so, see, I wasn't in that department. Yeah, I, I understand you're over in the marriage license for marriage. <laughs> I didn't know they had separate divisions, but I guess there are things like well, that in the do. property record. Do. Well, you yeah. guys are, you know, Utah marches to a little bit of a different drummer, I think. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what is interesting about if they wouldn't take it out of a Bible in Utah. It's just kind of shocking to me, you know. <laughs> well, so, they didn't say it, they wouldn't, right. but they wouldn't take a hospital birth well, certificate. The, you know, that, so they didn't specify the bible john that'd be a good question to ask him if you have any follow-up uh, interactions with him so, oh, hey look I'm, you know I'm like a, well you like a, like inspector colombo oh you, w- one more question you know remember that was you walking out the door no no kidding <laughs> no kidding uh, so, that, so anyway with the whole expedited thing that he says I don't care about your travel plans. So they were willing to expedite the whole thing. And he said, instead of, you know, up to 11 weeks, it's like five to seven weeks now. And then you'll get the book first, then the card, then you'll get get your your expired passport returned to you, like you were saying yesterday, Mm -hmm. uh, because that's my property. Mm -hmm. If it was a active one, they'd return it to you lickety split uh-huh you know i mean all in return mail almost my experience with yeah. other people now, so, now anyway. the only the only the only thing and that was interesting when i handed her I, I gave her the passport and i gave her my application and i said no i have these other documents she said oh no she says you're this shows that you're a u.s citizen i said well let me point out something i said i'm no longer a u.s citizen i said 
I'm a, uh, a, a national of the United States of America. And she just looked at me like deer in the headlights. Oh, absolutely. And I said, then that's when I said, well, the, the, the State Department's expecting these, these documents. Oh, okay, you know. So that the was the end of it. Should, and then the only other thing was... I was just going to say, if you get into that situation, one other thing you may want to use and have in your quiver is just point to the instructions on the warning box label. You can attach documentation, including affidavits. See here? I'm just following instructions. Yeah, there some ch- little ch- t- slight change in wording wording if if i re- you know i think they i don't think they yesterday. use documentation anymore that's what they used to use it seems like but they it's uh, similar right there, there's there's some hint they're trying to hide it more huh. but there's some hint of that <laughs> some hint of it and how, how um, could the hell you know, could they the hide it how the hell could they hide it more <laughs> <laughs> but if you, if you look at the current form that's you know the instructions on the the internet for the state department yeah. in that warning box if i'm if i'm stating correctly okay and i could be corrected but uh there there it's it's a little more subtle but they do make reference to it okay <laughs> and uh, <laughs> uh anyway, yeah, do you and, remember me telling you how scared they are of this you're seeing oh right God. here how scared they are of this. My gosh, my gosh. And, uh, you know, and, and what's really, it's was, it was been kind of cool is that as I've been going through this process and I, you know, I had to get, you know, something done with my phone and I was at a, one of the, you know, the, the outlets there, you know, the, the corporate store a few days ago and there's this young man just seemed to be awake, right? And so we were just chatting and he's working on my phone phone and 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 he's and he was all, he was 21 years old right it reminded me of presley uh-huh. and and so you know and i said yeah i'm a little nervous about this he said, oh me too he said i do this to hide myself and this and that and i said you know i said i'm not selling anything i said but you might be interested in this his eyes lit up like you know fourth of july Brilliant. he says oh please send me something so i'm going to send him your oh, your cool. matrix stocks um, and yeah I had a friend down here. He's moved back to the U.S. His wife, he's married to an Ecuadorian lawyer. It's an attorney we use down here a lot. And uh, he is retired State Department. He was only in there for 10 years. He was a Middle East specialist. And uh, and so um, he, when I first got started talking to him, when I first got here, we were hanging around a bit together. He was living here more then. And uh, he told me, he said, your market is the millennials. And I was uh, most of our people at that point several years ago, especially we're older, you know, it's till your ox gets gored. There you go, Billy Goat. Till your ox gets gored and you get a little bit older, you don't have the wisdom and insight, you know. But now we're seeing with things getting the way they are that we're even reaching these young people like that. And it's a wonderful feedback to have Presley and Whitney and, and um, Omni and uh, Omi and the others that have been here and uh, to see it reach those uh, segments of the democracy of the demographics is pretty encouraging to me it is i love it so i'm grateful to you roger as always and to you know everyone in the in the group you know whether you're here you know regularly or you pop in when you can you know just life you know goes on but 
you know, just the comments that you've made, the support, the encouragement, everything. I just, you know, my hey John, let me my ask you a question. Well, my heart goes out to you because what I'm sensing and seeing in you is an accelerated version of the uh, empowerment process. You sound pretty damn empowered to me. <laughs> I, you know, I have no problems now starting up a conversation with anybody. And I mean, not that I'm shy to begin with, but even I was at the, uh, you know, getting my car worked on at one of the dealers. Right. And uh, and I was and I got to know this guy over a couple of days. And so he was, you know, probably, you know, 40 ish, I guess. And so it things segued somehow into the pmas right uh-huh. and he goes and i said you know like they have the drinking laws here in utah he goes oh yeah he said how does that work and so anyway this thing segued and i said well you know if you're digging the pma idea and i said then you might appreciate this and he says you know i've read about this and i've read about that and and by the time we're done, he said, "Here's my cell phone number." He said, "Tell me everything you got." Hey, there you go, folks. People are ready to hear it. See, it hadn't always been this way. Okay, I promise you, it hadn't always been this way, and it hadn't been that easy. But I mean, that's one of the big elements that's changed here. Is people are receptive and they're looking for answers, and that has not always been the case since I've been in this. And the other twin fork, the twin pincher here, that's our advantage, is that it's given me time to really get my arms totally around this thing to where i understood it the best i ever have and when you understand it better you can explain it easier so uh, all of those things are working in tandem and i think uh, we're starting to see the success so good work john anything else you want to add um it gets more exciting every day it does doesn't it <laughs> yeah and uh anyway the and, and that one last thing is something a friend of mine shared with me this morning and and I thought, my gosh, too bad this this gal's in Australia, but she was an absolute firecracker, and 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 so the the subject matter, and I'm just keep this real brief, but she's on Rumble now, and I think she got bumped from another platform, so she's just starting over again, but she's probably you know thirty ish, my guess, and uh, really sharp, insightful, remind me of some of these other very strong ladies like Dawn and Paget and. Nastasha. I was so going to say she might be related to Paget. She could be, and and so anyway, her the one of the topics she was focusing focusing on that was sent to me was about neuro linguistic programming. Oh, yeah, there you go, NLP. In, in the media, uh-huh. and she focused on the word community, and she and she tore it apart for a half an hour, and it was like holy crap. So, you know, she said, you know, we have, you know, a business community, we have a health community, we have this kind of community, we have equitable community. And she went on with a list of a hundred different kind of communities, right, mm-hmm. that are expressed in the public. And she says, what the hell does community mean? She said, if you have a community of farmers, what, they can't just be farmers? They got to be a community? <laughs> and, and, and so she talked about how that's been used yeah. to manipulate society in general. Uh-huh. So it's kind of like, well, the greater good of the community. And she said, it's a meaningless word right. in this context. And then you'll see it in some type of legislation or, or, or a, 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 a regulation. So all communities yeah. who, boom, there it is. There's a connection. Yeah. Anyway, so she's on Rumble and her channel is um, Niles, like the River Niles, yeah. Niles, plural, talk. 
and she's got several posts on there but holy cow i mean she was i mean made sense was clear articulate and pissed off as hell another one of and these mama said, bears another mama oh bear my coming gosh to the forefront. my gosh okay and and this was the one that had to do with neuro neurolinguistics programming you know on her list which is not huge because she's starting over again yeah. and and she made some other reference in one of her other talks about the the purpose of what you know where this whole thing is going has to do with the collection of biometrics yes and she said it's it, you know they're saying this is used for your safety as identification sure. she says who owns the biometrics though yep yep, yep. that's what they want so, the me anyway. meta metadata i think they call it yes yeah i think so yeah, yeah. anyway yeah. so that's that's all i got Okay, well, how interesting. Um, good work, John. I'll see you this afternoon on that call we're on with Bart. That's going to be exciting. Uh, oh, yeah. So uh, let's see. Anybody else out there got anything to report or, or discuss or you'd like to comment on anything we've uh, covered to this point? Love to hear from you. Got a oh. question. All right, there's a question. I knew if I waited long enough, somebody would come forward. How you doing? Who are you, first of all? Thomas. Oh, Thomas again. Hey, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is kind of a technical question. And <clears throat> if you're sending in, I'm going to send in a cold affidavit. And there's a question as to do you send in the original affidavit? I, I wouldn't. You know, that's been, you know, no I, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I just, know, just make a copy and yep. send them a copy. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I, I wasn't sure. Um, I've done one, and I've made. <clears throat> actually, had the notary stamp too, so I have the equivalent of two originals. And the next question is: Is there such a thing as two originals? Yeah, I don't think it's just a duplicate original. Yeah, well, it's not. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's not a duplicate. Actually, she stamped both of them. They're both identical. Right. She stamped both of them, and if uh, you know a, what a, a forensic document specialist looked at them, they'd say, "Yeah, that's uh, the original." No. Well, that, the other thing is this: is in Florida, where I'm at, it's just a ink stamp that the notary gets. Well, I remember, and there used to be, I think in some cases down here, they actually have a tool. It's a, it's a, it's a, yeah. it's a machine. It's an embosser. And they squeeze it, and it, right. it embosses. There's, you can't not mistake an original, because if you can't feel it, it's not an original. Right. And so you, when you run a, one of these things, like I've got here through a copy machine, I swear you can't tell the difference. An expert might be able to. You well, can't tell. I'm going to tell you how you how you differentiate that is you take a little uh, number two lead pencil and turn it on its side, and you just lightly put that graphite over the seal, and it'll bring it right out, mm -hmm. and that'll that'll copy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, the, no, down here the the one she has is just an ink. Just right. To it. Yeah, they 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 have a, that's a little more of the old formality, but I think mine had that yeah. embossment on it, and that's what I did with it. And yeah. back in those days, and I haven't done any of this kind of stuff in a number of years, obviously. So, anyway, yeah. that's uh, good information, Thomas. So you're going to submit your cold affidavit. Yeah, I'm glad I'll, to hear I'll, you I'll, do that. Yeah, yeah, I'm plan I'm doing that, and um, the other thing that I'm doing that I thought, how do you prove? That you stuck the thing in the envelope that you said you stuck in the envelope, and unless you get a witness to say I personally, you, you know, if, if you want to, so what I did is, oh, 
if you want to take it to that length, you can do a second affidavit, but you got to go through a few prep steps and get it set up to do it correctly. But yeah. but that that would be the answer. So what were you going to say? I interrupted you. Well, what I thought of, and maybe I'm going to see if it works. I've got it here. I went to the post office, and they actually have the forms there to send off a certified letter. And there's a second little thing you fill out asking for a um, a receipt. Okay, there's two separate ones. And I looked at it and I went, holy moly. They actually have individual unique numbers on them, just like a dollar bill. They're not, they're not, it's amazing, none of them are the same. You've got different numbers. Oh, the one I got here is, you know, it's, it's uh, 7020245000, like, like in a dollar bill. Uh-huh. And the other one has another one and they're not, okay, I mean, and then it's a barcode above it. And I'm going, holy crap. What I should do is, and I did it, I typed them into my uh, Declaration of Citizenship. Okay. Right on the actual letter that got notarized. Okay. And so when I get to the post office, what I thought I would do is I'll get her to timestamp, you know, one that I hold in my hand, one that I put in the envelope. But right there, when I get, when I get my receipts back, there's matching numbers inside the letter to the things I'm holding the, in my hand. To the affidavit. Well, that's a good way to do it. Quite clever of you. What was that yeah, document what I mean, again? What What was the document that you were referring to? Because I wasn't familiar with it. Some kind of a certificate or something. Okay. What I did is I, I went right to the post office, and the two things that you get to send a certified letter, one is a thing where you just fill out the address of the person you want to send it to, okay? Yeah, this isn't the green This isn't the green thing with the uh, uh, yeah, detachable. Oh, that okay, the green certified yeah. return receipt requested yeah. deal. Okay, yeah, it's got its yeah. individual number and on it. And I identified it. it as, yeah, and I went and identified it as uh, Postal Service Form 3811. Oh, okay, gotcha. So okay. you put the certificate. And, and, and the, it has a unique number. Yeah, okay, so you put the number on the certified uh, return receipt requested yeah. little dealy inside yeah. your affidavit and then when that comes back it'll link the two because it's on your affidavit i think it's good and the other one is postal service form 3800 and it's the one which is a certified mail receipt so you got it covered as far as yeah i, I did put these in I, I can prove it was put in mm-hmm. you know okay and, well and the notary stamped the notary stamp my thing showing that those are the numbers on my thing. Right. Uh, hopefully that'll be like a, I, a, a surefire way to prove. It looks like you got them. It looks like you got them all tied together to me. And I think if people want that extra assurance, that's probably a, another good way to do it. There's, you know, uh, they I haven't had any feedback on them not recognizing it the other way. But again, this is like filing at the property records office. If it makes you feel better, then you do it. Yeah, I also do something very similar to that. I put the oh, number. Oh, there's there. our little bright Hi, little sunshine Patrick. girl. Hey, <laughs> is this I, gal um, in Australia related to you, Paget? I have no idea, but I can guarantee you she's from Victoria because that's where all us <laughs> British come from. That's where all you lionesses <laughs> hail from. Sleeping over there. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, um, I I put the registered number on the first page of the letter that I'm sending or the notice that I'm sending. And I also, um, I put it on every single page because I now do that footer with the number there. And then I have the, the worker bop it, you know, use the round data yeah, the stamp yeah, stamp on it. the paper mm-hmm. and on my copy. Cause mm-hmm. he's my third party witness. Mm-hmm. 
And then I do have it on the, the number is also on the green card that comes back to me. Mm-hmm. And I can't think of this. Well, now, I, I want to I get something straight. You, you said registered and then you said green card. Registered used, mail. Oh. This is for the audience, okay? Because okay. I used to work for Pitney Bowes. Pitney Blows, as I affectionately refer to them as. And uh-huh. uh, they uh, they are the post office people that sell the little machines you print your own postage. Now, we've got somebody here on the board, Jeffrey, who was a clerk at the post office. I'm not sure for how many years, worked at the desk there. And I know get Jeffrey will back up what I'm telling you. There's two types of extra mail you can send, registered and certified. And people think they want to use the registered. Registered, which is the red form. Okay. The other's a green form that Thomas referred to. The registered form is for things that have intrinsic value. You know, all of the gold and silver dealers, when they ship your gold and silver to you, they use registered mail. If you had things like bearer bonds, you'd want to put them in registered mail. Uh, things that have intrinsic value, stock certificates, etc. And the reason for that is when you post it, there can't be one seam in the package open. So if you've got, if you're trying to do a letter, you've got to go get some kind of tape and tape over every seam in that envelope, a package, same way. And the reason is so nobody can get in there and steal what has got intrinsic value. And as it goes through the system, the problem is it costs a little more and it's slower. And the reason it's slower is because everybody that touches the package has to sign for it. And even if it goes post office to post office, they got like a a, a cage, a, a wire cage, secure, very secure that all those registered packages go in, and you got to have a key to go in and get it. And if you get it, you got to sign for it. Isn't that pretty well true, Jeff? Okay, Jeff must not be available. But well, I, I guess I need to be clear that um, I am not using any stamp. I'm not. Um, I'm not yeah. using the United States Postal Service. I'm using the General Post Office in right. the Judicial District. Right. I'm private, not public. I am using the credit, not the debt. I'm not using reserve notes. Anyway, I use registered because it's the highest way to do court. So I use registered mail when I'm conducting court. Like I'm kind of suing six people right now that way. But um, I'll, I will do certified just to send a letter. Like okay. I, I did research on that. NCIC, you know, and um, I have a letter ready, just considering whether I want to send it or not. Um, you know, that I'll send certified. But I put the green on both of them just because it's the way I do it. You know, mm-hmm. I, I don't know if that's the way people do it or not. Well, all I'm telling you is we were trained probably at Pitney more than even the postal people are that work for the post office because we were having to deal with customers and all these questions and postal laws and this, that, and the other. And so uh, I'm just telling you what we were taught. Okay. Okay. But I, I was just saying um, another thing you can do if you want to prove that you're standing there in that post office is you could ask them to bop the copy of your paper that you're sending and the first page that's what i do because i make him my third party witness okay so that's just another idea and also to put that registered number someone keeps turning on my camera so rude anyway um um, what was i saying oh so like when you do the footer for each page when you have like your name and page number one page number two you could also put the registered or certified number down there as well mm-hmm. okay and i also lightly sign the back of every single one of my papers because i don't want anyone ever saying 
that, oh, I didn't see it. If you turn my papers to you upside down on your desk, you're going to see my signature. So you're going to see it. <laughs> oh, you got I'm going to be in your face. I think you got all the, all the corners uh, blocked off there. Trying. It's hard to think like a criminal, but I'm trying. <laughs> you know, uh, what, did, what did my dad used to say? Head to the roundhouse, Nellie. They can't corner you there. Uh, so anyway, obviously, Paget's in the roundhouse. Uh, anybody else got anything to add? Well, Paget's talking like what she is. She's a postmaster. She's, <laughs> she's absolutely yeah. one. Don't laugh. It's 100% correct. And put a stamp on the back of your uh, documents, and then you own it, and you can cancel it out. It's no joke. That's your four corners, and you can do what Billy Go put in the text. You can cut off a barcode. You can do whatever the hell you want, and you instruct them accordingly because the UPU, and I would suggest learning about Maybe, Padgett, you might want to have a course through your blog on what you do postally. Um, there's a going postal group on Telegram where it's pretty good, but he's a long way around Harvey's Barn. But it's a bank as well. And you can do a trust deposit account with the bank. They're waiting, yep. they're waiting for us to show up there. That's your Bible. That's you put it in the box and learn that there's two sets of doors for the post office. The clerk is public on the counter and the double Dutch doors is where the safe is. You can deposit all sorts of stuff. You can turn around your coupons and your banking and it's getting to, you know, reading that passport application where it says social security card. That isn't your card and how they try to tie you in. And those are other capacities we got to learn. Get past the naked affidavit and the passport done deal. Boom. Next. Uh, we we got to raise our capacities in other areas, and I appreciate that you know the the push is there because they're coming on all fronts. So yeah. self governing is necessary to stay in your ground. It'll be like John. John's a new man. He's 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 been uh, it's a renewal of the mind, and now he can go on to the other things like postal and tax per queue that that uh, uh, Paget talks about. Yeah, and, and because. They're kind of sitting there throwing all these little things out, like you know, like the like the Batman where they throw the tax out of the car. We got to get, so <laughs> yeah. get so past this shit. I had a, a conversation with a very powerful uh, couple parties, and they're not, you know, they're they're there's a lot of enlightened people, and uh, we're all going to play a very good role in it. And um, you know, I, I, I'm, you know. I'm I'm humbled to say that you know I I know that there's a lot of uh, good things on the horizon, but we definitely got to make them happen and, and just stand on it. And I'm I'm speaking to myself too, and looking in the mirror because I've done all this stuff, but still I got tangled up and probably for a reason. You know, got to get locked up for the pleasure. You know, vacation for thirty days, three or four times, etc. But. Uh, well, you know, remember what Timothy Leary said in the 60s? He said, when that jail door slams, you get an instant education. <laughs> well, I, I knew what I was doing. You know what I mean? I knew, you know, I, I had a plan, I guess is what I, you know, I didn't sit in there despair. And right. Like, you know, poor, poor, my, poor, poor, pitiful me, that kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, and, and, and I'll just share in my case, I, you know, I, I've been taking care of six people, sick people that passed on and I was quite frankly 
you know, just like that I could sit there and get three hots in a cot and relax and read the Bible. <laughs> it was really like, you know, I don't have to do this. I don't have to do that. You know, I don't have to worry about all that, you know, and I, I take care of quite a you, bit of others. You got, you got institutionalized, did you? Yeah, well, it was, it was, but, it, but, it, you know, I use it to, to learn what I needed to learn now. I mean, it was just kind of like, no, nope, you're going to have to learn this because, you know. You know, it's, it's interesting, Glenn. Glenn is such an interesting character and uh, a hell of a guy, Glenn. And he got out of that nine and a half years and he, he says, Roger is the best experiences of my life. <laughs> well, you, you know, you get a perspective, but it's, it's brought me to so many people and things. And like, you know, uh, I, I, I just don't think I would have, un, I, I, I was uh, so taken care of by my own feats and stuff um, in the system that I wouldn't, like, my house would have never been on fire, I guess. You know what yeah, I mean? Right. And, uh, and not that I was doing anything nefarious, but I mean, you know, I was, I, I've got no trauma, no, I no bullshit other than losing you know, family and stuff, and but and then and then this they took an interest in me. And I said, "Whoa, hold on a second here." Um, how about how about this lyric? Does this ring a chord with any of y'all? Freedom's just another word for nothing left to lose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How profound is that little lyric? Yep. Yep. Okay. <laughs> thank so, you, Janet Joplin. Yeah. Well, no, thank you, Chris Christopherson. Was that he earlier? Oh, that's he wrote. He wrote it. Oh, okay, okay. Have a fascinating yeah. guy, Chris Christopherson. We were talking about him here one day on the air, and I know a little bit because of my days in the music business. Of course, he was a general son. He was a Rhodes Scholar. Uh, came back, got married, had a family. Was a uh, officer, I think, in the army. He flew helicopters, I believe. And uh, so then he walks away from everything and goes to Nashville and starts uh, washing dishes so he can be a songwriter. And uh, his idol was Johnny Cash. And he wrote a song for Johnny Cash called Sunday Morning Coming Down, which ended up getting a Grammy. Okay, And so he wanted to get Cash's attention, so he went and rented a helicopter and landed it in Johnny Cash's backyard and hand-delivered him the song. That's how they met. Okay, now not to not to shit on that, but um, Kathy O'Brien in her trans. Oh, I met her. I met her. I know her. Yeah, I, I'd say I met her. I met her. I don't know her, but her and Mark both not very nice people, by the way. Well, he he uh, yeah, Mark's passed on, but oh, has he? That, that book had me shook after I read it. Oh yeah, I was like, yeah. holy, you know, years ago, but not years ago, but at least three or four, but. You know, Chris Christopherson's not a good dude. He, he checks all the boxes, military, uh, you know, kind of a controller for the MK Ultra program. So I just, you know, yeah, he's probably done everything you said, but for a reason. And, and, and well, up Yeah, well, I, it was something totally out of the context, what we do here, just an interesting story, what the links no, no, you'll go you. to. Um, when Kathy and Mark first came out with that and a book, and they were living in Alabama, they're in northern Alabama. Uh, don't know exactly where. And so with the proximity so close, we got them over to Atlanta to speak to our Patriot group. That's how I got a chance to meet him and hear her story personally. And him, too. He, he was a really nice guy. I'm sorry to hear that he is no longer with us. Yeah, well, what, what do you think once you hear that? It's like, holy shit. Well, I mean, this was almost 30 years ago for me. 
Right. I mean, I mean, what do you think that we're really behind that? Well, I mean, holy smokes, that's why my head's been spinning about this stuff for so long. It's the reasons like that that I've been so dedicated to this because I was exposed to that so long ago when nobody right. knew who they were or what was going on. And everything was all right, and your job was okay, and the bills were paid, and the kids were all right, right and right. there wasn't anything, you know, at Billy, again, their ox wasn't gored yet. And then now, all of a sudden, people's ox has been gored, and they're looking for answers. That's the change. Yeah. yeah and can I say something about that? Sure. That all ox getting gored? Um, the thing is, our opponent wants to bring on the social credit system, which means that the banksters want to be completely in control of you, what you think, everything. Well... I am saying no, thank you. Um, and to them, I might seem like an outlaw, but I am actually going to use the post office to do banking to tap into the credit that's the same credit that I use when I send my letters for quote unquote free, because I'm not really sending them for free. Just like I suspect when someone wins the lottery, they're really paying them probably out of their credit. But that's like a whole other thing. I do get that here we're just discussing being a national and taking that first step. But um, but yes, the post office, I am a postal master. I am also the banker, because if you're not a banker, when the if, if we lose and they win, you've got to be a banker or they're going to put you on the social credit system. So you got to You got to be your own central bank. However you do yeah. it, whether it's like tap pageant tapping into the post office here, whether you've been fortunate enough to have some cash flow and acquire metals uh, when they were a lot cheaper and, and, and available and all that kind of stuff. However it is, you need to be independent. There's another option for you. Hyperverse. Okay. Hyperverse is another one of these alternate systems. And you see, that's what I heard somebody talking about it yesterday on something I was listening to. One of their biggest fears is us building alternate systems. They can't control us anymore. That's the answer to what we're dealing with here. Create alternate systems that doesn't involve them separate yourself what does the bible tell us come out of her my people come out of her how do you come out of her you build alternate systems so you're not dependent on them or you tap into what's they've built that's already there that's well but the, well if you can get in and utilize that without being having them a dependency on you Okay, and that's all right too. It's just like with a national. I can go in and open a bank account. I can use their banks. I can get my social security. I can do all those things. It's in their systems, but there's no conflict because there's not a nexus there. It's where there's a nexus that there's a problem. Okay. So anyway, just a two cents, but uh, that's what I think is the answer. You know, who pioneered this uh, this idea wrote a book about it. Is this a really really good president for Hungary? I believe uh, Victor Orban. Does that name ring a bell with any of you guys? He's a sharp cookie. He hates the communists, okay? And what he did was wrote a book, and exactly what I just said: you build alternate systems and you get away from them. That drives them crazy okay well the way i see it at this stage of my understanding and development is two things got to happen either or we either got to get away from them build these systems or else we're going to have to kill them one of those two and i have people asking me like how i discovered this you know sending things through the mail because i write to france you know canada england australia new zealand uh everywhere like you know and i i don't use a stamp I discovered it because I was searching the post office on YouTube. I was searching post office topics because I was trying to find a document that the post office would give me so that I could show it to someone to show them that, you know, I haven't waived any rights. I'm like moral being here, living soul, whatever you want to call it, living man. 
And um, I stumbled onto this one about sending things for two cents. Right. So that's been around for a lot. That's been around for a long time. I I remember it 30 years ago. Well, I just discovered that on YouTube, like in 2016 or whatever it was. And so I had my my friend from Australia visiting. um, And so I wrote him a letter. And I put the two cent stamp on it and then he got on the plane and left and he said, that's never going to get here. It got there so fast. He couldn't believe it. He was, he called me <laughs> he was absolutely floored that I got a letter to him in two cent with two cents. And I said to him, oh, I've moved on from there. So the link that I've been I've grown. <laughs> yeah, I, I've already moved on, you know, um, and I've already sent you one with no, m- no money at all. I've sent it with just my signature. And he was like, no way. And so then he called me and he's like, oh, my God, it just arrived. And so he believes it because he was here when I sent the first one. Right. But I already moved on because um, in the link that I put in the chat with my um, my blog site, uh, Authentic Self Acupuncture dot info it's it's in 2019 it's under november and it's called envelope markings explain the very last link on there was the next video that i found so i was listening to those people they're talking about their santa monica experience where this girl hands the lady a package and the lady handed it back because it doesn't have a stamp on it and i'm like i wouldn't have taken it back you've accepted my package you're interfering with the delivery of mail if you hand it back to me so I listened to these people, but I went and devised what I wanted to do for my envelopes because I wanted to send them all over the world. And I didn't want to have to sit down and think, okay, I'm sending this one to Oregon, so I'm going to put this marking on it. Okay, I'm going to send it to, you know, Australia, so I'm going to put this marking on it. So I just came up with a uniform one for myself that would work all around the world. Only now the South African Postal Office has fallen, so you can't send it there anymore. Um, I have relatives there, so... Anyway, but so that's how I got started. That's how I found let me, it. Let me poll. Jeff, you stuck your nose in there a second ago. You still, you, you where you can get your mute off? Because I'd like to ask you what your observation is on yeah, sir, stuff sorry, that pageant. Well, I said, that's okay. Now, Jeff was a, uh, was an employee of the uh, United States Post Office how, for how many years? Oh, about 23. Okay, so a, a day or two. And uh, did you ever have anybody come in with Padgett with this stuff when you were on the desk there? Well, let me reiterate. I did everything indoors except window clerk. Oh, 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 yo, okay. That kind of thing. So, no, I'm not aware of that unless, uh, you know, I had a copy of the DMM. Okay, that's the something direct mailing manual or whatever that oh, stands for. Yes, it is. Correct. Yeah. It's the Bible. Okay. Well, interesting. I I keep forgetting it slips through the cracks that you weren't on the front desk. Probably uh, they could have used your genteel nature on the front desk of the post (laughs) office, I would suggest. (laughs) What market? Was that all in one market or was that in a a couple different markets? Yeah. Yeah. I don't care for the uniform, so Uh I'm a contrarian there. Yeah. There you go. Was that all in one city or did you have a couple of different assignments? Oh, I did uh, temporary casual stuff in other local offices, but the 20th years was in Novato, one one office. Okay, where, where's Novato? Is that California? Yeah, Marin County, yeah. Oh, okay, well, I'm sorry. I don't know all the little towns yeah, out there. It's about half an hour north of San Francisco. Oh, yeah, I know, around Mount Tamalpais and all that, right? 
Yeah, a couple miles north of that. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. And you're actually near us in Sonoma. You're in Nevada. I work in Nevada. I need to hook up with you. Well, no, he used to be there. He's in Texas. Now he got smart. I don't know. Are you married? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, with children. It, 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 Debbie, you'll have to you'll have to i apologize for jeff he's always trying to find him a wife out of all these lionesses they're coming to the arena here no i just do that to be funny you know, i graduated from nevada high school so i lived in snowman and roner park and santa rosa and yeah my friend's house and neighborhood burnt down in the fires to the uh-huh. ground yeah so i'm familiar with that area it's a lovely part it used to be a really lovely part of the country i guess it is but it must be full of wackos now except for debbie and everything's great with the politics there you go (laughs) you know that deli in nevada that uh that was really old i forget the name of it just opened up my buddy owns uh, an old partner i I kind of think of the name i'm sure jeff i'm sure jeff's probably eating there so is it belly deli I, I, you know, I, I my brain is freezing. It's got it's got some kind of new name to it. It was an old deli, though, not the one with the, near the bank there in the strip mall, which is another old one. Uh, is that next to the post office? I, you know, I, it's been twenty years, but I know he just bought it pre-pandemic, and uh, he was kind of bumming that. I guess so. <laughs> What's <Yeah>. up? <laughs> But, you know, it's got to play on, like, maybe Seinfeld or Sinatra or something, something along those lines in the name. But maybe it's Gary's Deli or, I mean, it's an old, old, you know, the oldest one in Nevada. Hmm. I, I haven't been there, so I can't speak to it. It's a, it's a lovely part of the country. I was there when I was much younger. Um, I loved uh, Sausalito. It must be a cool place to live there if you're... If you've got all the quote unquote requirements, but living yeah, with those houseboats, houseboat. yeah, living in a houseboat looking over at San Francisco across the bay, it's stunning view. Yeah. Well, that's why I watch all the Dirty Harry movies, it's for the landscape right. and the old cars. Right, right. I, I lived in the Bay Area from Oakland to San Francisco. I had a view of the Golden Gate and the Bay Bridge with the backyard and the hot tub looking at both oh, of them. Uh-huh. Stunning. With, with parking, with the garage, 400, 400 bucks a month. Oh, my Lord. And, boy, if they let that go to a cesspool from what I'm hearing, it's just absolutely. Oh, yeah. Because it yeah, was the probably uh, that and Vancouver, from what I hear, have got to be the two most majestically beautiful cities in the northern hemisphere, in our in our hemisphere. Uh, San Francisco's tremendously romantic, used to be a lovely spot. I spent a time, a little bit of time out there, and it's just sad to see California go down the train, the drain all over. I mean, you know, really. It just got a different underbelly that people aren't aware of. It's just like, yeah. It's sad. I feel, I feel I got a lot of empathy for you guys that are, you know, living out there and having, I'm sorry you're having to put up with that crap. So, anyway. can I say something else about registered pageant? How could somebody stop you from saying anything? Please go okay. ahead. So, the point is, I want whoever is receiving my letter or my notice to believe that it was sent and registered, that it was locked up and safe, and all this kind of business, and that it is the highest way to conduct court. So, sometimes I will just send it from my front door because I really don't care if it's locked up or not. And um, or I'll just even put it in a, a no, no. box. It doesn't matter what you care. It matters what they've got to conform to with their regulations. 
Yeah, but see, they'll take it there and then they'll do whatever they do with it. But what I mean is it's not really that valuable. So I don't even have to go to the post office, although sometimes I've gone there to get it, you know, that round data. And there's so many papers that I'm taking care of or whatever. I'll just bring it all home and then send it from my front door. So I just wanted you to know that. Well, I'm sure you're their favorite. Uh, Certainly one of them. So uh, good deal. And that guy, one guy there, he can't stand me. He's like, you, you cheat us. I go, no, I don't. I'm tapping into my credit. It has nothing to do with you. <laughs> and, you're, and you're paying with stamps, which are real money. You're actually giving them a tip. And, yeah. and, and, of course, they're not cheating. They're not cheating us. I've even explained to him, when you use those dollars, you are perpetuating the fraud. And right. just, you're paying with real money, lawful yeah. money. Exactly. I'm 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 the only one in the office being lawful, and he doesn't understand. I'm of course, like, hey, he doesn't. It doesn't matter. No, it doesn't. laws haven't changed in over a hundred years, and they predate the United States of America. So he can stuff it, and he needs to learn. And, and those those laws should be on your thing. Forty seven dot one should be on your tax per Q, and forty seven dot two if they want to mess with the post office, because you may have to call him the postmaster. For that one gentleman that put his uh, certified mail information on his documents and call him into court. That's why you use. Do you know? Do you know where the label post office came from? Pageant, you've done all this stuff. You know the origins of this stuff you're dealing with. Mm, I have read it. I just don't remember now. Because well, in the old days, the they they would put a post up in the in the middle of towns, and if you had yeah, some yeah, yeah. notice or something, you'd take and nail it to the post. Yeah. Okay. Uh, here you go. Back all the way to, you know, this is, uh, there was two things that I thought were real important as it deals with our law stuff here. And one of them was in a Japanese law book and it, it was a statement and it said the people must obey, but not be apprised of the law. Okay. And that's where they've got us. All right. And the other one was in Rome with Caligula. And Caligula would pass these draconian laws, and then he'd have them nailed to a post that was about 10 feet above the ground. So they were posted, and you had access to them, but you couldn't read them, but you had to obey them. Yeah, don't mess with the post office. Okay. So anyway, just a little sidebar there. Um, anybody else got anything you want to bring forward here this morning? We're having a nice little uh, different subjects and topics and stuff, but a good round robin discussion. Would love to have some of the new people that have got a you know a big curious about something come forward and have a little introduction and all that stuff. So if you fit that category and feel brave enough, we'd love to meet you and talk with you and address okay. your concern. There's somebody right there. See? Okay, I you know I'm you. I was on yesterday. And I've been looking into this off and on, but I haven't done anything. Well, let, me, let me interrupt you. I'm sorry. What's your name, please? Nav. Nav, N-A-V? Mm-hmm. Hi, Nav. N-A-V. Okay. Hi. And what part of the country are you in? Oh, I'm in California, unfortunately. Okay. Boy, I'll tell you, a lot of you guys are looking for answers out there lately, it seems. I am. And it's, <laughs> and <I can laughs> what part? Let I me out. One more. One more. What part of California, northern or southern? San Diego. Okay. Oh, you're way south. Okay. Well, that's yeah. good for you, Nav, because we got a bunch of of, of good uh, spirited folks in that area you can tap into. So, sorry to interrupt you. Now, if I can that's get your okay. question, I've been so busy with trying to focus on my letter intent. This is something separate that I've been working with the colleges and stuff like that, and trying to get them off of the board. So, I have been so focused on that, and I read I read a lot about the state national and stuff. So, I'm trying. I already sent that out. So now I'm focusing on this now. Um, so, my question is: I, I'm a federal employee. Okay. And um, 
I've been toying with becoming a state national. Um, however, I'm not sure as a federal employee, I can still keep my job and have my clearances. I've told, I've been told that I could, but I wanted to hear what you have to say. Well, Plus, my husband doesn't believe in any of this. Uh-oh. He thinks it's hogwash. Uh-oh. And so I try to tell him, but there's nothing I can say. He warning. believes in the vaccine, so he's on way on the other side. Yeah. Warning, but warning, the, Will Robinson, warning. Unequally yeah. yoked, sorry. I know, and he doesn't, and, I, and we should be working to get together on this. Um, and he doesn't want me to continue what I want to do as a state uh, national. Uh-oh. Yeah, yeah. Um, are in the same boat all the women coming forward i mean a lot of us are in the same boat so you're not alone oh, uh could okay. you uh, here's a here, now here's one suggestion and I, people people like your husband i don't obviously don't know him uh it, they some people they just can't see okay and it goes back to that verse out of the old testament because they have not a love of the truth i will send them strong delusion they'll believe a lie and that's the only thing i can hang the hat on right there is that they're not truth seekers nor are they truth lovers they're acceptors okay so one of the very simplistic things you may want to try i don't think it'll help okay but you never know all right is to go to wikipedia notoriously corrupt wikipedia and Mm -hmm. go over under citizenship of the united states is the label of the page citizenship of the united states Mm -hmm. and there's going to be two paragraphs there at the top which deal with the 14th amendment and then there's a little insert where they quote the 14th amendment first part of it and then the third paragraph starts out with nationality status i believe it's in italics and that Mm -hmm. whole paragraph it ties it into state citizenship so even in corrupt Wikipedia, it's spelled out and laid out. He, the problem is, is I've I've done all this kind of um, showing him. Yeah, he don't. He don't. That's why I said it may not help. It sounds like he's one of these people that can't see. It's not that they don't want to; they can't. And I, I the only explanation I've got for it is that Bible verse. Honestly. Yeah, and he would turn that around on me and say well yes we should be together as one and you're thinking otherwise so he, he can turn that around on mm-hmm. he has before so uh, ask him the, here, here's a way you might approach this uh, does he think he's free yes okay well this is what you ask him okay if you're so free name me the things that you can do without a license a permit or permission well good one Okay. Or even registered, right? Or Is that what you said? Do, do what now? I'm not registered? Oh, because you have to register everything. Well, yeah, that, that too. You know, here's the way. This is what we've learned over the years and how to present this to people. Like, not necessarily this situation, but just in general, okay? And what you do is you present the equivocation. You've got to make it where, because most of them are going to be closed-minded to what you're telling them. So you've got to frame it in some way. It goes back to the old saying, it's easier to pull a rope than it is to push a rope. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you've got to put something in front of them that creates curiosity. All right. And the way you do that is by presenting the equivocation. Do you know what I'm talking about? What they've got us, the way they've done this to us is with a word. It's called equivocation. 
Nave, and it's uh, uh, where you're, uh, you know, the the word equivocating, if somebody is bouncing back and forth between two options, okay? Now, mm-hmm. our enemies always equivocate with with that two, second option, but it's always 180 degrees from the original, okay? And so now you can utilize that because they're tying up people's minds. It's another Bible verse, but so what you do is here's an equivocation for you. Are you a citizen of the United States or are you a citizen of the United States of America? Now, that's what they're hanging their hat on here. But most people, unfortunately, think those are the same. No, they're not. Okay. So there and you go, well, aren't they the same? Well, no. Would you like me to show you? Okay. Here's another one. Uh, The term resident, is that a geographical definition or a political definition that you're imputing into that term? Okay, there's another one. Here, here's the one though that I was thinking of for for you and for others. This is a good little exercise. You go and you get agreement from them. That's important because you want their agreement because you're going to come back and hold their feet to the fire. But you said, you know, okay. So the statement is: Would you agree with this statement? There's only two political statuses. You're either free or you're a slave. Well, what are they going to say? No, there's all right. What's the other one? Well, they can't give you one. Okay, so you're either free or you're a slave, and you get their agreement. Now you ask them, which one of those are you? Well, I'm free. Okay, well, tell me if you're so free, what can you do without a license, a permit, or permission? And there's two questions. You've left it right in their lap. The other way, if they come in and say, I'm a slave, and they know it, and you go, would you like me to show you how they've done it and how to get out of it? Mm Mm-hmm. So you got answers to both sides in two yeah. in a two question uh, step boom boom, you know. And if they still don't, if they don't respond, you know, you've already put the mirror under their nose. They couldn't frost it. Go talk to somebody else. Well, my friends that I deal that I talk to, they believe all what we're talking about. Right. Well, know. here's the belief. Here's the belief. I've been teaching people and helping people submit this documentation to the head guy, the Secretary of State of the United States, for eleven years, and they've never not accepted one, and they've never not recognized it, and there's never been, to my knowledge, one piece of blowback because somebody did it. Now, how much validation do you need from the head guy? Mm-hmm. Okay, so again, if people don't recognize it, look, they're not supposed to know. I'm sorry for them. Pray for them and go on about your business and do what you feel like you're motivated and need to do. Okay, my question is, I mean, it's becoming a a state national, you know, if I'm working as a federal, you know, it shouldn't be any backlash. It shouldn't be because then they're actively discriminating against you. Okay, and what you do, are you aware of that State Department document that we uh, wave around so much, Nav? Oh, no. Okay, well, this is what I'd like for you to do. Are you in front of your computer? Yes, I am. Okay, go to travel.state.gov, travel. Okay, hold on, Chris. Okay, you know, I know. Travel.state.gov is the State Department website. Okay. And I'm I'm gonna go ahead and, and and talk. I can come back and get it for you if you're typing it in. You want to get in the search window there and put certificate. This was a little longer. Certificate of non-citizen nationality. Uh, certificate of non-citizen nationality. 
a number of options will come up. Just pick the first one. Okay, and that's a, <coughs> pardon me. It's still coming up. It's pretty slow. Okay, no problem. Well, let's, I'll explain what we're dealing with, and we'll get to it when you get it up. For everybody in the audience, I can't stress the importance of this document, Okay, For, especially in your situation with how I'm going to show you to address the question. All right. And so when that comes up, you're going to see a policy document from the State Department that really is aimed at American Samoans who are called non-citizen nationals. The reason they've labeled them as that is to hide the original national behind it. And the reason they call them and identify them as that is because when American Samoans or someone born on Swain's Island, a little bitty idyllic island down there in the Pacific, people on those islands that are born there retain their original culture, and they have nationality status, but they cannot be and do not have, it's, I, I should say they do not have because they can't get it, they do not have birthright citizenship, 14th Amendment. And so for American Samoans to attain that and achieve it, They've got to naturalize. So that's why they term them as non-citizen nationals. And that's what this document is explaining a little bit. Okay, But in order, because that's a whole lie that they formulated to hide the national behind it to confuse us. Okay, And so they're trying to come in and tell the lie about the American Samoans, but to be able to effectively tell the lie, they got to tell the truth. And it's one of the only times you'll ever see these bastards this truthful that I've ever seen anyway. Okay. And have you got that document up yet? No. Oh, okay. Now, no. Uh, my computer just got up, um, came up. So Okay. Um, oh, you are slow. Okay. Well, let me tell you what it is, and you can go follow it up and look at it later. Okay. okay. So when you get that up, if you go to the third paragraph in the body, there's letter, and then or there's a policy statement like a letter, and then there's stuff below it with explanations. There's some real important stuff in there, too, but let's dwell on the policy statement, okay? And on the third paragraph, the first ten words say, according to the INA, and that's uh, the Immigration and Naturalization Act, so according to this policy document from the State Department, according to the uh, Immigration and Naturalization Act, comma, all, all, A-L-L, all U.S. citizens are U.S. nationals. Oh. So they're the same. Okay? So if they're the same and you change status and they come in and there's some retribution against you, then they're discriminating openly internally, aren't they? Yes. Okay. okay. There's, your, there's your answer. Okay. That's great. Okay. So, um the other question I have is, and I'm sure I think Debbie was speaking earlier. Can you are you still a, a married as a state national? I, I know that I heard. Well, yeah, that you yeah, you're, you're still married, um, and obviously in the old way you went and got a birth certificate. I mean, a marriage license and all that stuff, right? Blood test, etc. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, who's the third party in your marriage? State. Yep. Oh, I see. Do you see why okay. you wonder why that you could call uh, child protective services on your neighbor and say they're beating that kid over there, and they'll come on your word and come take that child away? Because you belong to the, the state. That's right? exactly or- correct. Okay. 
here we yeah, had it like, we had it out in open an open hearing here within the last couple of months in idaho with this baby cyrus situation did you hear about baby cyrus i think so yeah okay this is another one of these cps goon squad deals okay they want to get your kid they want to take your kid from you they want to keep it in foster homes because after two years in a foster home they can adopt them out to homosexual families yes i heard about that's what's going on okay and the reason Mm -hmm. they can do all that is because the child is born and assigned this at birth the parents haven't changed their status and they've got total control the state's third party in the marriage the child's a result of the marriage so the child belongs to the state the baby cyrus hearing when that came up for a cps hearing in idaho the administrative judge said in open hearing this baby cyrus is property of the state of idaho I, I've been researching that about the birth certificate and all that stuff and the straw man. And okay. so I've been well, okay. To- get my suggestion is get that word straw man out of your lexicon. Okay. You're okay. it's either you're free or you're a slave. There ain't no straw man. You're a slave. And that's what you're trying to get out of. The birth certificate does not cause that condition, but it represents the condition that was assigned to you at birth, and it solidifies you as being property because a birth certificate in a secondary usage behind the scenes is technically a commercial document called a warehouse receipt. Okay. Okay. Have you heard us go over that story? Okay, uh, one I have of, not heard about the warehouse. Okay, yes. well, my, 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 one of my real good students, Brian Howard, uh, doesn't hang around too much anymore, but he really pushed the envelope on this why we got these answers. And he went to the hospital in Austin where his two daughters were born and doggedly bugged them until they went to the people in the basement where this happens. And the process is when the baby comes out of mama, they do this thing called the verification of facts with all the specifics of the baby hair color weight etc and it's got places where the mother and the father sign it it's never signed it goes over to a government computer in every hospital in the country by the way because they get paid they get paid for this so then they take and input the data it goes to the vital statistics they're the ones that print the birth certificate and when it is printed it is taken and put into a bank safe with armed guards 24 hours a day, seven days a week. It's a warehouse receipt. And the importance of that, Nav, is the paper in this commercial law here we're dealing in. Okay? It's not maritime. It's not admiralty. It's damn merchant law. All right? And that's a document, a warehouse receipt, that has a very special purpose because the paper takes on the quality of the good it represents. So you, when they generate the birth certificate, it represents you and your future labor, and that's why they go put it in a safe with armed guards. So that's the function it's using. Then they attach that to the bonds as collateral that they sell that runs the country, and they extract your future income with the tax mechanism and IRS to be able to get the money to pay the coupon for the bondholders. That's the system. Yeah, I I, I'm glad you're mentioning that because I did uh, did read up on that, but I over, I thought it was had to do well. We referred that to I referred that to straw man. So you said take that out of the picture. Well, it really it's not because it's confusing to people, and if you if I can't get it out of your, you know, you're going to slip up and use it, and then it's just passing on confusion. You're either free or you're a slave. There ain't nothing straw about either one of them, except if you're a slave, you might be sleeping on straw. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
Okay. I got it. So mm-hmm. what we've got to do, see, here's what they've screwed us up with. They've enslaved us with generalities. And we don't understand the generalities, and then we stumble into these words with very specific definitions that they're utilizing against us and weaponized, and we don't even know what we've done. So the way to combat this is to go back and us think with specificity and understand exactly the words that we're using. Because like Rush Limbaugh used to say, words mean things. Mm-hmm. So they set us up with generalities, and they zap us with specificity. They got this is a really slick plan, Nav. Yes, yeah. Okay, I mean, I, I've come to the conclusion many years ago that no mere mortal man thought this up. They had help from down below because Satan's plan is slavery, and God's plan is freedom, and there ain't no other plans. So, listen, I, I'm just going to open arm to welcome you, and I'm Thank glad you. you're with us. And as we go through, one of the things that I really like to try and do is to get folks mm-hmm. like you and get them real grounded with real correct basics. And once you get those basics and a good foundation, you can't be shaken and you can't be mistaken. All right, because you got the correct foundations. The reason all of our communities got so much problem is they don't have any correct foundations because they don't teach the law in law schools anymore. Hello? Yes, hello. Now I'm going to let this other Hi. lady. Hi, who are you? Is it Kay? It's Mur. Oh, hey, Mur. You sound a little different today. Hey, hey. sweetie. Uh, Nav, do you have access to the Jitsi chat? Are you, I see you're in Jitsi. Uh, it's the fourth icon on the bottom there. That looks like, you know, in a cartoon, the little little bubble above. You know what she's oh, talking yes. about, Nav? Yeah, the little dot, 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 dot. Well, there's some uh, things there on the bottom. One of them is a chat, and and there's a chat that runs in our live Jitsi board here, and I think Mer's yes. referring to that, and she must have something to point you towards there, I would think. Well, it's not just me, but yeah, uh, there's a lot of good links in there and everything you're talking about, and a compilation of the links uh, are in a thing that Roger did with uh, Deanna Spingola, and it's uh, spingola.net. That link is in there also, and they'll be in rogersales.chitango.com too, but yeah, the fourth icon over from your left, it's an empty triangle, like a, you know, thing in a cartoon. Empty rectangle. What did I say? Triangle. See, oh, we sorry. caught you, Mer. We caught you. <laughs> I said it right the first time. <laughs> well, at least you're not a square. So you can see it. Huh? So down in the bottom, you got the mic, you got the video, you got the chat, and then the next is what you're you're speaking of, right? No, I think the chat's so what she's referring the to. Chat. The, the oh. third one, I'm not Oh, okay. the one with the empty empty rectangle, you know, as, as if it's... Well, hold your mouse over it and the little label comes up. So look for the chat. And when you oh, press yeah, it, I, all I'm this just, stuff comes up and you can go get it is what I think yeah, she's trying to get across to you now. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah. good. Okay. Until it disappears. Okay. Until it disappears. <laughs> yeah. Thank well, you when all. everyone leaves... Huh? Uh, no, it disappears after an hour or so. Oh, does it? Well, when everyone leaves. It, it no, scrolls it, away. Unless it's really full. I've never seen it scroll away except 
when everyone leaves. Oh, there you go. Okay. Well, now there have been times when people stayed stayed on here overnight, so there was a chat. The right. Day and All right. That's right. I think that's right. Okay. So, your sales not to tango link in there too, and because uh, they'll stay in there. Yeah. yeah if you go there, you'll see where. You know, we're we're going along with a conversation. For the audience that doesn't hadn't. join us on Jitsi and hears this and go, well, where's the chat? I went to the website. It's up there. Roger Sales dot spelled correct. No D in Roger. A Y in Sales. Okay. Roger Sales dot ch c h a t a n g o dot com. Isn't that right, Mur? Right. Okay, Rogers, yeah, and I think Murr is sweet enough to duplicate a lot of the things that go on on the Jitsi board over in that chat, and anybody can access that. Okay. Thank you so much. I've been saving all of them until okay. after the chat. Yeah. Great. So, so and now, what else can we address for you being the new gal here? Um. Well, those were my two main ones. I, I kind of got caught off guard, but I'm still learning. I'm going to look through this yeah. travel. Well, we're still learning. Better. You're we're we're still learning too. So join the boat. All right. Hey. The bottom, oh, bottom line on that same uh, the bottom line on that same travel gov page mm-hmm. is the is the major line you, you would use on your affidavit. Yeah, the, the very line last there. line in there. I didn't I get declare, to the other. Yeah. Yeah, I declare my intention. So I'll post that in there too. But it'll be in the other. But you'll see it on that page. And it's important to word it that way because declare is an action, desire is an emotion. So, yeah, that's probably true. You know. That intention is the same thing, but however you want to word it, they get well, the idea and they they well, hey look, they're intention. they're not going to kick your affidavit out cuz you didn't use the word correctly, okay? But if you want to be that way, then do it, all right? But isn't it nice for the state department, Roger. thanks to Allen's pointing it out and finding <laughs> it that they'd give us yep. a one sentence uh, disclaimer there at the bottom of their policy document. How nice of them. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah, well, you use intention in either way. I'm just saying declaring your intention rather right. than desiring right. or any other yeah, word. Yeah, now declaring is good. Effective. Declaration, they said you, you can know, attach. They, they thought that out well. Yeah, so. well, they do that with these words. I don't think there's anything wrong also with showing them that you have feeling. Like, we're human, they're not. Like You know what I mean? It's yeah, like, well, that's a good I point, Badgett. Good point. You can't, you know? Yeah, they obviously don't feel, do they? Wouldn't be doing all this liberal crap to these babies. Maybe we should say declare, desire, intend, all of it. (laughs) And if you don't accept it, we're going to come after you and hang your sorry ass. Which I'm in the process of Further in the description, you might want to keep that one sentence clean and then add more, you know, or on your cover letter. Anyway, we'll we'll hold your hand and help you walk down the path, Nav, as you get a little more comfortable and want to take uh, take action. You said you had one more thing. Thank you, Mur. You said, okay, we'd love to hear it, please. Well, there was a there's talk about this whole trust, the Sestaview trust. Is that true? No. All right, let me ask you a question. And you, you, what does the Sestavi, this is Anna Von Wright stuff, what does that trust have to do with the 14th Amendment? I don't know. Nothing. Here, here's what's going on. This is so well hidden and has been so skillfully set up to obfuscate and confuse and deceive 
that people are looking for answers and they go to great lengths to try and get things they can connect as dots and say this is what's going on and all uh, social security is the nexus that all of this patriot mythology and stuff and i'm not dissing these people i understand where they're coming from they're trying to get answers and they see two dots that connect and they do what's it called a synergism i think okay here it is everybody's got to have a social security number everybody's a slave so therefore the social security number enslaved everybody the 14th Amendment is the nexus. That's what people don't understand. You know, all persons born are naturalized. They're not assigning you a say, questo, whatever, trust status. They're assigning you a federal citizenship status that was formed with the 14th Amendment. Nobody can tell me the connection between this Anne of Honor Rights trust that all those people hang their hat on and the 14th Amendment, which is the operable enslaving language. See, more misology. Put that in the same bin you put the straw man with. In. Okay. You get that, Nav? Um, in other words, you know, let me see if I can approach this a different way. You know who Mark Twain was, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. He said, it ain't what I know that's killing me. It's what I know that ain't so. Try and unlearn some of that stuff. Get a clean slate. Come back and get these accurate basics and build your foundation there. Okay. You'll be solid as a rock of Gibraltar. Uh, Pageant, I'm from California. Okay. Me so, too, L.A. County. Oh, San Diego. Okay. This is where that gal, uh, uh, did you get to see the video of that gal that those federal policemen threw down and harassed at the Social Security yes. office? Have you seen that? I, I've done some rallies with her. Oh, have you? Please yeah, get yeah. to her and tell her that I want to talk to her and I can solve her problems and make her effective. Okay. Okay. I think she's going to have one this Saturday. I was going to go to it. So okay. if I see her. Yeah. Well, you just tell her you've been hooked up with somebody that's got answers that work with a track record that's unblemished for over 10 years. Okay. Okay. I'll let her know. All right. And even this past year, she was given the Matrix document. Okay. So yeah. John Cassarab and Nastasha have introduced yeah. her to it. So she, it's not the first time she's going to see it, but try and see well, if you can get her earlobe. Okay. I'm kind of surprised because she's very well spoken when she goes to the board of supervisors meeting and um, she could speak her mind against the uh, Nathan Fletcher uh, that holds the meetings. Mm-hmm. And I'm really surprised that she's not on top of it. Mm-hmm. Well, what you might want to do is to print out what I just gave you that certificate of non citizen nationality and mm-hmm. highlight that first 10 words of the third paragraph and give her that. This is from the State Department. Here's how you work that nav you go you show it to somebody you go did you know you had a dual political status what do you think they're going to say no okay well let me ask you another question have you ever been asked if you're a u.s national never have you ever been asked if you're a citizen of the united states or a u.s national never if not why not they're the both the same thing it says it right here in the state department policy document answer me that please mm-hmm. okay you don't think they're trying to hide something do you 
Oh, yes. Okay. Well, I'm just saying, that's the question you ask them. Okay. But it's always in this approach of it's easier to pull a rope than push a rope. So you're asking questions and showing them evidence and trying to get their curiosity peaked. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, mm-hmm. no problem. Okay. So glad you're along, Nav. Please, please feel free to join us. What depart? What do you? What is your job in the federal government? If you don't, you don't have to give specifics, but just a, a generality. What uh, you're not working with the BATF or something, are you? No, I'm in cybersecurity. Oh, cybersecurity. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, good. You, and you got a slow internet. <laughs> Well, <laughs> I have a laptop that I'm using. Uh, it's not mine. Okay. So it, it, the connection, because I'm working at the same, uh, quote unquote, work okay. at the same time. I'm listening to you guys, so it's kind of hard for me to listen and do my work. Okay. At the same time. Well, listen, we're glad you. I'm glad you got in. I'm glad we got a chance to meet and have a little bit of converse here. And uh, you feel free to join us, and we'll uh, grab your hand and see if we can walk you down the freedom path. Okay. I, I'd like to say something. I apologize to everybody taking up this time. You guys are so way ahead of me, of course, and so much knowledge. And I'm just learn. I mean, I've I've read a, a bit uh, yeah. over the last. We month. all started at the same place. We're tickled to death to see new blood, and we all will bend over backwards to help you. Thank you. Okay. And thank you, Patrick, for the information. Okay, so we'll see Nav again. I have a feeling. Please get a hold Hello, of that, that gal down there, if you would, and see Nothing. if we can get her attention. Yes, who was uh, trying Roger. to say something to the mail? Yeah, hold on. Yeah. Hold on. yeah, who is that? It's Doug. Oh, Doug. Hey, Doug. Yeah, a little surprise. Yeah. Happy birthday. The man of free words, a few oh, words. Thank you, Doug. <laughs> so, uh, what did you say, Jeff? <laughs> I said I ran out of time. <laughs> Yeah. Doug, how can we service you today, my friend? Well, I wanted to make a comment that I think uh, applies to, you know, these shows here. For they're they're damn, while, they're man. damn good, aren't they? Oh, uh, I I wouldn't want to ever miss one, and I don't. <laughs> if I'm out working, I'm listening to it. <laughs> but and I appreciate the new blood because you know these. I, I hope I'm not uh, misnaming uh, the character of these people, but they're rebels. And I'm a rebel, even though I'm a Yankee. I'm a, we rebel against uh, this stuff. And the knowledge, every day, there's more knowledge being produced, uh, put forth by all the new people coming on. And here's my point. The one thing that the powers that be rulers fear is that the masses wake up. They're scared to death of us. Well, and and this is becoming kind of an exponential addition um, of the knowledge of people gaining it. Yep. And... I know way back when, decades ago, when I learned of this, I was PO'd, and I just notified everybody, all the entities around me with certified mail, okay, of my statement. And I noticed that, you know, they ignored me, but nevertheless, 
It's documented. I still have the receipts. I still have the letters I sent them. But anyway, so they fear this. And, you know, the one, uh, I forget if it was Gary or whoever it was in the beginning of the show, you know, out of 20 people, 17 were new. There you go. That's that's an exponential it is growth that's a really important thing gary said right there and and that's a real special little petri dish area where he is up there in northwest montana go ahead doug sorry to interrupt well the thing is about truth seekers is because people can see the truth they can hear the truth they can learn the truth but if they don't want the truth then it'll go by the, it'll just flow, you know, from one side of their head to the other. And isn't that what it says in the Bible? Because they have not a love of the truth. It's not only that you just want it, you love it. Well, and there's another aspect to it from a spiritual sense uh, that, Nobody is brought to the truth who is the father, who is the son, uh, unless they're called to it. So there's that other aspect to it, which is kind of a royalty, kingship, you know, uh, priestly kind of a thing. Everybody, these, the people like Mer, Pageant, you, me, Jeff, uh, just... I mean, the group is growing. I mean, I, I looked, uh, I clicked on the chat room. There were like 61 people in the chat no, room. No, today? Yeah. Oh, wow. That's a new record. Well, it's 80 right now. No. Yes. Holy smokes. Fantastic. No, Roger. That's posts, not people. Oh, okay. How many people oh, are on with us? 46. Oh, oh, that's right up there close to the top. 49 you know? at one point. Well, as soon as we get these Sarah Westall videos exposed, I think we're going to see a little bit of a surge, but we'll have to wait and see about that. Um, but, but, but here's my point, Roger. When, when you learn the truth, if you love the truth and you're given the truth and you, you learn it, you have it, you never go back. You can't... Well, unsee something that you see you know the thing is doug it's also if you're a lover of the truth you can't get enough of it that's why all these people come back they want more i'm at the trough man give me some more of that stuff it made me feel good yeah i never stop uh it's just uh it doesn't matter whether it's uh how to grow plants like with john because everything all these topics they apply to life. Oh yeah, they all feed into the freedom equation. Well, yeah, I mean, um, the healthier you are, the the more cogent you are, the more just uh, the vivaciousness of it. Uh, you have the energy to to do things, and so we're fighting uh, in warfare against a uh, an entity in a sense that wants to basically get rid of uh, especially all the free thinkers and spiritual people that just want to help one another and do good you're a threat and that to kind them. of thing so you're a threat to them yeah so so i see a an element going on here where the 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 amount of growth on uh, on these people that come on and and they're a seed each one of us is a seed in a sense 
it's it, it's producing fruit. It's starting so to. Yeah. This is well. It's not just well. The point is, truth always trumps everything else because it's it's backed up by the Creator. So it's powerful. Yes. And so everyone that does this, that engages themselves in this, it doesn't from a patriotic, uh, you know, going way back when. It's okay if I uh, am taken out by the enemy because while I was viable and produced truthful knowledge about the deception and everything, seeds were planted uh, and it produced fruit. It always produces fruit. So this is a... a, uh, a monumental thing that's going on in your show. Well, it's a, it's a going on in the whole culture. People are looking for answers. We got some pretty solid ones here, and I always hope that the people that are really looking find us. Nav, I want to ask America Nav a question. Something. Nav, okay, okay, just second, Mirka. But Nav, if any you or any of the others have not gotten the new student package that I put out, if you will send me an email to radio ranch no space two words no space radio ranch at mail m-a-i-l dot com and just put new student package in the subject line and i'll send you some additional interviews and some paperwork that i think you'll find instructive and useful okay and the other thing i wanted to say to nav and the newer folks is what john benson used to tell us from those podiums we i saw him on when he went to the, had the seminars and he would say the only way i can protect my liberty is to help you protect yours and you see i'm very selfish and i'm very very guarded because i like my liberty i've gone through a lot of time and, and effort to find it and secure it and i want it secured and i want it insured and the way i insure it is to help you other people find yours and then once you go through that process then you've got the same burden is that you've got to go and present this to people to help secure yours also and that's the ever-expanding exponentiality of what we're doing can you send me that on chat uh, because my dog was crying and I couldn't? Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, no, I can't. I can't. So I'm going to just repeat it, okay? Maybe somebody else will put it in there for me. Okay. Radio Ranch, two words, no space, at mail, M-A-I-L.com. Radio Ranch at mail.com. Put new student package in the subject line there and i'll shoot that information back to you okay did you get it thank you i will okay i, I got it okay yes, good deal. thank you all. oh you're very welcome glad to have you on today nav uh we're right at the end of the show we've got a couple of minutes left does anybody have anything that they'd like to bring forward real quick roger a couple of things about uh documents you mentioned today oh, okay go ahead uh Talking about the birth certificate. Well, there's two two different documents: birth certificate and certificate of live birth. Right, a certificate. Well, uh, I'm talking about the official birth certificate. Well, the one that's filed at the Vital Statistics Office. Okay, that's a certificate of live birth. Okay, well, I've already seen it as a birth certificate. So whatever the one is that's official, that I, my experience was an, a, 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 a certificate of live birth is something you filled out if you didn't have the child in the hospital. No, 
No, well, mine was in hospital, and that's what they did. The doctor signed it. And okay, well, there may be different nomenclature from state to state. Whatever the official one is that's registered and with the vital statistics is the one that you want to use, and it's the one that's doubling as a warehouse receipt. Yeah, and the other thing was uh, the, uh, the marriage license. Yes, sir. Uh, the ones that I have read say that they are licensing the person performing the ceremony, not the couple to get married. But then there's the connection of going to a government official or something. Well, you you went to them and asked, you went to them and voluntarily asked them to do it and then signed something and paid them. Yeah. The term is called long versus long form. Okay. And don't forget, uh, marriage licenses were originally in Virginia. Do you know the background? Here's Danny, I think I'm talking to, right? You know the background of them? Well, what I've heard about something was uh, like race, racism, or Misogyny was outlawed in Virginia. Blacks and whites getting married. They had to go get a marriage certificate. They took that idea and plugged it into everybody. That's what I've read. Rockefellers. So there, uh, there's uh, at least the background that I've been exposed to. So anybody else got anything real quick? Thank Roger? you, Danny. Yes, yes, Nastasha. I just wanted to say quickly, um, when you bring up Rush Limbaugh's um, statement in regards to words have meaning, yeah. um, in your book, in the beginning of your book, you have a Confucius statement, right? which is when words lose their meaning, the people lose their, their liberty. liberty. Yeah, very true. That's so a very power from Confucius now. From Confucius. When words lose their meaning, the people lose their liberty. There you go. There's our whistler. That means we've lost the two hours we got together today, and we're about to close out. I'm going to turn this over to Mr. Jim Ram as soon as I can get jitsy off of the screen and my volume turned down a little bit here so mr whistler a very very good whistler by the way is not so loud in everybody's ear uh i'm sure jimbo ram is right there ready to take the baton and i am about ready to give it to him hey jimbo hey my hand is outstretched i knew i i knew it was i can feel the end of that baton right in your palm uh so thank you guys jim ram is next i'm gonna turn this over to him in just a second and we'll transition over i'd uh invite all of you to stay tuned and listen to jim today and uh we'll uh see you tomorrow and tomorrow is the friday edition i'm pretty sure and that means mr brent winters will be with us we had a very good show with brent last week with him went over all this political stuff because he had somebody ask him does he know what he's talking about and uh so that was a, a good i'm anxious to follow up on that uh thanks to all you new folks glad to have you on board if you're too shy maybe you'll get the the cattle let your tongue go and some point you'll ask your questions and we'd love to meet you and talk with you so uh, otherwise than that always a good program i feel high high as a kite when i get off of here uh and uh I can't wait till tomorrow. It's my favorite two hours of the day, folks. So as soon as we get bumped off the server, I'm going to turn this over to Jimbo, and he's going to clear the board and take the wheel. You doing okay today, Jimbo? Yes, sir. Got everything rolling. The horses are fed. The dogs are happy, and the sun is out. <laughs> okay. Complain. All right. And and the wife's not complaining, man. You're you're all clear. Uh, okay. Well, we're off the board, so 